the one where I met your mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. You seem so, like, efficient. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a pro. Yeah. You know? You are. You very much are. I mean, I'm not. I'm been, You've been podcasting. By definition, I'm an amateur. But you've been podcasting for 15 years? I'm seasoned. Seasoned. Um, 16. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty good. My podcasting experience can get a driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, how's your day going? Uh, my day, I've, it's been a long day. I got up early. My, as you know, yeah. my mom we was here. Got up early. Yeah. My mom was here for her birthday. Um, we went out to uh, a really nice, delicious dinner in Pasadena. Yeah. If you're in Pasadena, go to Agnes. Yeah. It was delicious. really good. Yeah. Um, we drank lots of wine. Yeah, I drank lots of wine and, and had cheese. It's a cheese, you know, the cheese, cheese is what they do. Yeah. yeah, they have a cheese shop attached. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, I had to get up early to drive my mom to the airport this morning, and then I did a bunch of other podcasting, and I had to run an unexpected errand. But here we are. It's still kind of early in the day on a weekend, on yeah. a Sunday. This is our, our normal recording time. Yeah, we're going to see a friend's band play yeah. a little bit later. We're making... The most out of the the sucking the marrow out of the weekend is it? Gross! I'm going to bed. (laughs) Um, But also, I think in eating all that delicious food last night, at some point I must have bit my tongue because I woke up and my tongue hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like shoving anchovies and curried cauliflower in my mouth so fast that I must have bit my tongue. Yeah, those are two separate dishes, but they probably would have tasted good together. You don't like anchovies. Well, obviously you don't eat animals at all. Right. Animal flesh. Right. Right. All right. Um, if you had to, <laughs> I've asked you this question before. Like, if someone was like, you have to eat meat, what meat would you eat and in what form? I guess maybe like a, like just like a, like a veggie or like a broth. Okay. Yeah. Chicken but, broth. Yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't have to like chew flesh. Yeah. And, you and probably, I'm sure I've had. You probably <laughs> have had chicken and beef broth. Beef broth yeah. Well, it, during your vegetarianism yeah. without knowing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this is not a podcast about vegetarianism. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of those. Yeah. Some of them are probably pretty good. Uh, this is a podcast about the American television sitcoms Friends and How I Met Your Mother. We watch an episode of each a week and, you know, uh, concurrently, and we uh, recap, and we have all sorts of segments. And this is kind of a monumental episode, actually, because this is the season five finale, Mm -hmm. which means we are halfway through this podcast. Halfway through this ridiculous endeavor. (laughs) Um, One step closer to the end. (laughs) (laughs) Every day brings us one step closer to the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm a year older than the last time we recorded yeah. an episode, so that's fun. It's your birthday. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have birth like are September birthdays, like late Virgos. I know a lot of late Virgos. <laughs> so I guess my mom is like on the cusp between Virgo and whatever's after Virgo. Yeah. I don't know I mean, zodiac stuff. Maybe a lot of people are consummating in January in the new year. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't like believe in astrology at all, you know, but I know that like one of the main things that people say about Virgos is that they're like kind of like 
obsessive and fastidious and like organized and like it hmm. <laughs> um, doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> uh, I understand why you don't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> but then also I like hear that Virgos are athletic, and I'm not like uncoordinated or anything, but I'm not like an athlete. Right. I mean, uh, I guess pre-COVID I was swimming every morning. That's something. Well, um, Tauruses are supposed to be stubborn, and that's. Nothing like me. No, it's the last word I would come up with. <laughs> okay, uh, let's. Just, so we're in season five, episode twenty-four. Um, it's season five, episode twenty-four of Friends is called the one in Vegas. The one in Vegas, part two. Season five, episode twenty-four of How I Met Your Mother is called Doppelgangers. <clears throat> Doppelgangers. Um, so we're gonna put a pin. In those doppelgangers, and oh, <laughs> and we're gonna yeah, and they sound the same. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna uh, dive into to friends season five episode twenty four, the season five finale, the one in Vegas part two. Uh, so the Ross and Rachel arrive at the at the uh, casino, and Rachel is still bearded and mustachioed with the permanent marker that she doesn't realize she has. Um, uh, and Phoebe meets them, and this is where Rachel like realizes what's going on. And also, we learn that we, we figure out what Phoebe's storyline for the episode is that she has a lurker. There's a she's playing slots, and she's not doing well. But every time she gets up from a slot machine she hasn't been doing well at, another woman swoops in and wins a jackpot. So, so there's someone waiting for like this woman is like a, waiting for slot machines that are primed to. That haven't paid out in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like logic it when it's there's no logic to it. I mean, it doesn't, it's not real. It kind of is though. So you're saying in all, all of those slot machines, if Phoebe had just kept playing a few more times, she would have gotten the jackpot. Not necessarily, but like a machine is gonna hit at some point, and chances are, like if someone is sitting down for a long time and it never hits, it's gonna be a hot machine. I don't think that's true. I think it is true. No. The odds of a slot machine paying off are the same every time. But I don't I don't think so. Because like I, I don't know, I believe it. Do you know this is there's a scene in um uh Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. I don't know if you've seen that or yeah. read the play or whatever. And there's a whole discussion about like flipping a coin and it coming up heads mm-hmm. because like I can't remember Rosencrantz and Guildenstern River has flipped a coin like 50 times in a row and it's come up heads every time mm-hmm. and he's like really impressed and the other one Guildenstern or Rosencrantz or whatever is like there's nothing impressive about that it's 50 there's a 50-50 chance every time it's Maybe like it, it doesn't makes sense like statistically or whatever but I I feel like a machine is going to hit eventually and if it hasn't in a long time I know that like by nature, it could hit every time or not hit every time. Yeah. But in my experience, well, you're a more practiced gambler than I am. I am a degenerate gambler. <laughs> uh, so Phoebe has a lurker. Uh, friends and mothers, let yes. us know. Let us know your experience in casinos if you think that lurking might be lucrative. Hashtag. Lucrative lurker. <laughs> lucrative lurker. <laughs> Um, 
Oh, I, I lost my uh, my calls to my calls to action okay, uh, notes, uh, but no, I just found it. Um, See, so yeah, I, I just I just don't think it works like that. Like, no, nah, I already said it. Yeah. Yeah. You made your point. It's it's not like I guess it's not like it's not like every time you play a slot machine. I was trying to look for a simile, and I found one. It's not like every time you play a slot machine, it's like blowing more air into a balloon, and eventually it's going to pop. That's not how slot machines work. But they're also programmed in a way to get people to continue playing. And if a machine doesn't right. pay off, you're not going to continue to spend your money in this casino. That's so a good point. It's not just a matter of statistic. You know, right. there's. There's very. Well, you know who should ask? We should ask the people who uh, hacked the MGM casinos. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you know those hackers. Yeah, let us know if uh, there's a name for them. Cyber like, attackers? Oh, no, yeah. There's a specific name, yeah. like yeah. Secret Santas, but it's not Secret Santas. But it's like two S's. Yeah. Sadly uh, slouching. Yes. <laughs> the sad slouchers. Yeah. Sad okay, sad. then Joey shows up and he tells them about, he tells Ross and Rachel about his identical hand twin. Uh, meanwhile, Monica is still at the craps table, and she's on fire. She's just on a real heater. Yeah. And Chandler, being the drip that he is, uh, brushes past her with his, like, duffel bag and is like, see you later, Mon, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so she chases him down um, and uh, talks him out of leaving. Turns out he was never going to leave. It's an empty yeah, duffel bag. Yeah, Yeah, he sucks. He sucks, yeah. Um, she she's like she could do so much better. <laughs> totally, and he knows it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Joey's like looking all all over for the dealer Tom Lennon, who has his same hands. Um, meanwhile, in the hotel room, Ross is calling the pen company to ask them how to remove the like permanent yeah, marker or whatever. Call Sharpie customer service. <laughs> Sharpie customer service, <laughs> and um. Gets told that it's not going to come off, which I don't think that's true. Um, but he convinces Rachel to go out anyway, and they like immediately return because she's like getting stared at and pointed at and laughed at. Uh, so she like raids his mini fridge and is like, "You're paying," or he says, "Oh," he said, "Don't worry, it's on me." And he she just like takes everything out of the mini fridge, um, puts one macadamia nut in her mouth and spits it across the room. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're expensive nuts, and she doesn't yeah. even like them. She's just trying to... Yeah, I like macadamia nuts. Me too. Um, Friends and mothers, do you like macadamia nuts? What's your favorite nut? Hashtag... Yeah. <laughs> nut fave. <laughs> yeah. Use the hashtag nut fave, and then click on that hashtag and see what else comes up. <laughs> I doubt it's actually anything. Nut fave? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let okay. us know. Let yeah. us know what you come up with. What's your fave nut? What's your nut fave? Um, Is it macadamia nut? No. I think... Oh, it, yeah. You like those gross ones. I like Brazil nuts. Yeah. They're you don't like them. No, they're too big. I like it. It's a big, meaty nut, especially if it's real salty. Oh, I like a salty... Like if you got a... a mixed nut. Like a mixed nut at a bar, you know? Mm -hmm. You're having a... A, a scotch or a, or, a, or a brewski or whatever, and you got some nuts to paw at. Yeah. You know, although that's how, you know, in Contagion, remember, that's how uh, Gwyneth. I never watched it. Oh. Um, well, she gets, she that's how she gets sick, was is from the nuts at the airport bar. Um, Want to know what mine is? Your favorite nut? Yeah. Is it Steve Martin? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a real nut. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, cashew. <laughs> oh, sorry. My favorite nuts are cashews. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, Phoebe uh, confronts her stalker and throws a quarter at her. <laughs> it makes her go away. Uh, Monica and Chandler have made up, and they start making out, and Phoebe tells them to go get a room, and they're like, we did, and she's like, go to it <laughs> or whatever. Use it. <laughs> yeah, use it. Uh, finally, Joey finds Tom Lennon, the identical hand twin, in the bathroom, and uh, he is <laughs> he doesn't care about this and is... Uh, just wants Joey to please leave him alone. Yeah. Uh, it's a good performance from Tom Lennon yeah. here. And uh, so because Rachel doesn't want to leave the hotel room because of her uh, disfigured face, <laughs> um, uh, Ross says, let's play blackjack here, and she proceeds to take all his money. Yeah. Uh, now Monica and Chandler are playing craps together, and Monica's back on this heater, and... Uh, um, Chandler is like, if you, you know, if you throw a hard eight, like everybody gets steak, steak dinners. Dinner, yeah. uh, and then she's like, he's like, oh, okay, if you throw another hard eight, we get married here tonight. Well, we get the biggest suite in the. Oh, the biggest suite. And then it was, yeah, then we get married. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. She's like, are you sure about this? Yeah. Um, and by the way, at this point, I was lighting up inside because of our final segment. <laughs> You know? Yeah. This is what I predicted would happen. Yes. Except. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a, what a gut punch there. Uh, <laughs> it was like I had money on a game and at the last minute they like, the gotcha. other team like kicked a field goal that Curve, covered the spread curveball. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, but we'll get back to that. Uh, so they agree. She rolls. Okay. <laughs> Craps rolls. They bet a hard eight, which is two fours. Yeah. She throws. Yeah. One is a four. The other one goes off the table. Yeah. And they go to check to see if it's a four, to see if they're getting married. Yeah. But she has to throw again. That throw does not count in the game of craps. Right. But they're saying it does count for their marriage. Yes, but not for the game. Yeah, she's got to go throw again. (laughs) If you throw over the edge, that that doesn't count. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm saying, is the spirit of the bet... Of what Chandler said, should it be assumed that the throw has to be a legal throw in the game of no, craps? No. No. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I would think that. If you, I were Chandler... You would think that, you Virgo. <laughs> yeah. If I were Chandler and that... Uh, like, I wouldn't even... Nope, these don't... This. But I wouldn't say that. Like, as soon as it went over the edge, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, next throw. Like, I wouldn't even think to go look at how it landed on the ground, because to me that doesn't count that's not a real throw it's fine (laughs) it's fine and the fact that both monica and chandler wanted it to be before they love it yeah you know and okay so they're inspecting the dice and it could be it could be a five because it landed against the leg of the craps table it could be a four or five and they both how did that happen it would have to like ricochet off of someone well or it had like a backspin on it that's i was thinking this too like how did it get over the edge and then come back under the table but yeah maybe if it landed with like a spin i think it bounced off of someone some yeah some shoes yeah yeah um okay sorry that's what are you what are you doing Making notes. I'm doing our podcast. Oh. 
Sometimes it, sometimes it requires momentary silences. Uh, okay, so they're getting married. Phoebe decides to turn the tables and lurk the lurker. Ross and Rachel are hammered. They've been playing blackjack and they've drank. They've, they've raided the entire They've emptied mini the entire fridge mini fridge and ordered more. And they, well, they try to order more. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't really work. But they are hammered. Joey uh, shows up asking them to help with his identical hand twin thing, but pretty quickly realizes these two people are way too drunk to do anything. Yeah. Uh, he tells Ross not to let Rachel drink anymore. Um, uh, but instead, they do go out and drink, and they stumble around the casino. Um, the The deal is that Ross also had to have his face painted, so she like wrote Ross and drew a cat nose and whiskers yeah. on him. Yeah. So they're walking around laughing and stumbling and just having a grand old drunken time. Um, then we get a funny little segment where Phoebe is lurking the lurker to the Pink Panther theme song. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> she gets kicked out of the casino. Uh, and I, I'll admit I was taking notes. I didn't entirely catch like how like she played she tried to take the jack pot of so the lurker's quarter the, i missed the it. lurker put a quarter in and mm-hmm. then phoebe pushed her and did the spin herself oh yeah you can't so it that. was the lurker's quarter but yeah. it was phoebe's yeah but you absolutely pull. would get thrown out of a thrown out of a casino for doing that yeah and she was yeah don't yeah you can you can act a fool in las vegas yeah but don't fuck around with the gambling itself the, yeah yeah they don't stand for that yeah yeah um Da, da, da. Uh, Monica and Chandler steal some stuff from the gift shop because yeah. she needs her like something blue and new and borrowed. And he's like, oh, this could be blue, new and borrowed if you steal it. Yeah. And then we'll bring it back later. So she, uh, she steals. There's a funny thing that we'll get to in Funniest Moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoebe <laughs> sneaks back into the casino and then tries to help Joey with the identical hand thing by pretending to be a stranger who comments on the identical hands of Joey and everybody like every every blackjack table in this casino only has like one person at it yeah <laughs> um like there's the one blackjack table that when Joey's hits on the 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 croupier or whatever um and he's like how you doing she's like busy and I'm like no you're not yeah. <laughs> it's not at the table yeah uh, I've seen a busy blackjack table. yeah um but then they now they both get kicked out because, uh, like, the security guard, you know, finds feet, means, like, I already kicked you out, and then Tom Lennon asks yeah. him to escort Joey out, too. So they but both he get... grabs him, which you're not allowed to... Security guard can't just grab Joey. I think they can. If he was, like, actually, like, causing trouble. I'm pretty sure in Las Vegas... Friends and mothers, what do you think? In Las Vegas, if... A dealer specifically asks security to remove someone. I'll bet they're allowed to touch but you. I think if you're like if you're willing to walk peacefully, to, they don't want a lot of commotion. So it wouldn't be like an initial like grab and toss. I say they value speed, just getting them the fuck out of the casino more than anything. That's my guess. But friends and mothers, yeah, I mean, let if, us know. What do you think? If Joey put up a fight. Yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to let this go because you're a stubborn Taurus. Stubborn as a bull. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Bullheaded? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, 
Chandler and Phoebe are um, waiting at the wedding chapel to get married. Uh, there's a funny bit where Chandler is humming Pomp and Circumstance, which is the... <laughs> the graduation <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah. Um, uh, how does it... Now because the wedding march is... Yeah, the Pomp and Circumstance. But Monica just calls it the graduation song. Mm-hmm. But it's called Pomp and Circumstance. Did you ever see Fantasia 2000? Mm-mm. So there's a segment set to Pomp and Circumstance that doesn't have anything to do with graduation. It's actually like... Donald Duck as Noah, like, loading animals onto the ark. Okay. It's cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then they're about to go in, but who should come out with the previous couple who's getting married? Ross and Rachel. Still drunk, still covered in face paint, and apparently they just got married. Yeah. He calls her Mrs. Ross, and she calls him Mr. Mr. Rachel. Rachel. And then they leave, and I think it sounds like Rachel pukes outside the chapel, and then yeah. that's the beginning of their marriage and the end of season five. And they're so wasted, they don't even... Do they notice Monica and no, Chandler? Okay, no. so they don't even notice Monica and Chandler standing there. Yeah, so, um, and that's the episode. Did you have any of the stray observations about the episode? Um, I teared up a little bit, um, and I know maybe I was supposed to, but when Chandler said it's a four, oh. I got a little misty. Oh, okay. I think I was too in my head being like, oh, it doesn't count. Yeah, but it was like a sweet moment because they like it definitely was he a sweet stares moment. at her and he says like it's definitely a four and yeah. it's very like earnest and sweet and when Chandler's like not acting like a doofus yeah it's uh, it's sweet yeah yeah that's true um, funniest moments okay okay I'll go first okay this episode is funny so we might be on this for a while this okay. this section but <laughs> um. I can't even say it. Joey is pitching the show to Thomas Lennon and is like, I even wrote a song. <laughs> this hand is your hand. This man is my hand. Oh, oh wait, wait, that's, that's your, your hand. hand. No, wait, it's my hand. Um, but the funniest part of that is like... Um, I didn't even get to the... like. I didn't even get to the chorus. Like, how is that not the chorus? <laughs> All right, what do you got? I have so many. Um, okay, I guess I'll go, like, chronological. That's what I'm doing, yeah. Okay. Um, when uh, Rachel gets to the hotel, a kid, like, <laughs> stares at her and points and laughs, and she's like, ha, 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 yes, yeah. kids love me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's one moment where, because it's very funny that the lurker, we see her, like, lurking on that corner. Yeah. But there's one moment that is, like, physically impossible where her head comes up over, over the slot machine. Yeah, yeah, that was very funny. Um, in that in that same scene, Phoebe's, like, trying to, like, fool the lurker mm-hmm. um, by pretending to be, like, down on her luck. Yeah. And she says, oh, well, lost again <laughs> at a slot machine and then catches the lurker in the act. Yeah. We both like, especially you, though, we both like, like, sort of, I don't know, them, like, being corny, like, remember, I guess what I'm thinking of is, remember when Chandler was supposed to try and get a date for Rachel, and he approached his coworker in the break room and was like, I say Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they're, like, pretending. Yeah. And so they use a different voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um... When uh, I mentioned this before, when they're when Ra- Ross and Rachel are trashed in the hotel room, and Rachel tries to um, 
order more booze up to the room. She just picks up the phone and goes, hello, Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she orders alcohol and beers. Yeah. And then the door immediately, someone's at the door, and then Ross says, that must be our alcohol and beers. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, speaking of drunken Ross, is when Ross says, when Joey shows up, that's who it is, and Ross says he'll help, he'll do anything, and then, like, not caused by anything, he just falls down, and then he sits up and asks Joey, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good bit of physical comedy. Yeah. To go from, like, it's not like he, like, trips over something. He literally just, like, repositions himself and then In his mind, down. there's a chair there. <laughs> Um, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he's like like almost sitting in a chair. Oh, I thought it was funnier that he just fell. Yeah. No, I think he's, yeah. Um, when we were at a casino somewhat recently, or the pool, I, I fell on my butt. You did. We were playing cornhole at the pool, Yeah. and Natalie and I were on the same team, and she sank one, and I had been drinking, and I'd like jumped up my arms in the air, jumped up to celebrate, and I guess I just didn't land quite right. And I kind of reeled backwards and fell on my butt. But it was so delayed. You went back, like, many steps. Like, I thought I could catch myself. I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to write this shit. And my sister and I were probably just, like, so shocked, waiting. And you had a drink in your hand. Which I didn't spill. It went up in the air, though. But I guess it caught it. It was like, we saw the whole thing in slow motion. It was... Didn't spill my drink. I was very worried that you would hurt your coccyx. Ooh, yeah, I don't want to hurt your coccyx. Um, okay, what else? So I have, um, okay, when uh, when Joey approaches Thomas Lennon in the bathroom, <laughs> and Thomas Lennon is washing his hands, and Joey says, oh, yeah, you take care of those babies. <laughs> Again, it's like George with the uh, hand modeling. Yeah. Um, when they're trying to find something old, you know, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chandler says, I have a condom in my wallet that I've had since I was 12. And Monica says, that'll work. And he goes, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, when Phoebe sits at the table with Joey and Thomas Lennon and she is Regina Falange, mm-hmm. which will appear later. Um, she says in a fake voice, may I just say that you, and then Thomas Lennon goes, please stop it. (laughs) Like he immediately knows that they're up to no good. Um, that was, so when Chandler convinced, convinces Monica to shoplift the sweater, she puts it up her dress and then like looks at herself as if she has a pregnant belly and goes, aw. Yeah. And Chandler's like, one, one one thing at a time. Um, when Chandler and Monica go into the, um, Little White Chapel. He goes, hello, one marriage, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was going to be one of mine. So my last one, and you kind of already talk, uh, mentioned it, that, but that Phoebe introduces herself as Regina Falange and um, compliments them on their matching hands. And then Joey, uh, you know, very convincingly says, Miss Falange. <laughs> yeah, because she's, she's Regina Falange, businesswoman. Yeah. She mentions, like, Conference B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, um, uh, uh, what was on, on, on Bojack Horseman, do you remember when um, Princess Carolyn was dating Vincent Adultman, who was clearly like three, yeah. three kids three and a, children? Like, I went to the stock market factory today. I did a business. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you work too hard, Vincent. <laughs> um, 
I have one more. Okay. And it's when Joey's trying to convince Thomas Lennon that they're going to make lots of money. Um, he says that they're going to live in a heart-shaped mansion, and then... A hand-shaped mansion. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you just said heart-shaped. Hand-shaped mansion. Yeah. Um, and then he told Friends Phoebe, and others, did, did none of these say no, heart or anything? No, I didn't. <laughs> roll, roll the take back. Um, uh, and then Joey says to Phoebe, you can live in the thumb. I had that in actually under under the umbrella. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Because Phoebe and Joey are like connection. besties. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you anything for making fashion? No, they're wearing the same thing. Yeah. That they wore. Yeah, there wasn't really before. anything. I mean, I guess there's the Caesar's Palace um, sweatshirt. Yeah, there's the sweatshirt. There's like. Um, I guess that's also. Props. There's like the drunken gambler guy who's like the big tall oh, guy. He's got a yeah. hat on. Yeah. Looks He looks like a lot of drunken gambler guys in Las Vegas. Yeah, and, and Chandler calls him drunken gambler <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, what's under the umbrella? Okay, Regina Falange, as we, okay. we talked about. We get a um, How You Doing, oh, both yeah. Joey and Rachel. Rachel and that's how, that's how Joey knows she's too drunk. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Um, playing cards and making up rules. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also some, like... Homophobia, like gay panic. Gay panic, yeah. Like Stone. Chandler just like putting his hand on the sculpture of the butt. Naked man's butt, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I liked later when Ross and Rachel were drunk and looking up at a similar statue and just going "Hello," <laughs> it reminded me yeah. of Seinfeld again. Like "Hello." Yeah, and Chandler goes "Meow." <laughs> um, also, wait, Ross does. Yeah, Ross yeah. does. Um, there's also a bit of heteronormativity when like Ross is embarrassed that he took dance classes and he played it off as like oh, being yeah. in karate and he's like I did dance karate yeah um, as if like men boys can't dance yeah boys can dance I know but that's just like speaks to I'm saying I'm saying yeah. friends boys can dance I can dance hmm. what I dance very well it remains to be seen um, I've shown you multiple. I can't sing, but I'm not entirely like Phil Collins' Genesis because I can dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Oh, I uh, no. We'll get to that later. Okay. All right. Well, should we take a quick break then? Yeah. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and we are ready to dive in to Season 5, Episode 24 of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Doppelgangers. Okay. Uh, usually you say, take it away. Oh, take it away, Natalie. You're right. Okay. I You're right. Know, I didn't know what was what I was supposed to do. Yeah, um, so Ted recaps to his kids about the doppelganger. So he reminds them that um, 
of the four or five that they've seen already. And um, and then we're reminded of the little um, bet, like the if the universe shows uh, Marshall and Lily um, Barney's doppelganger because he was the only one that they haven't seen yeah. yet, then they're going to start trying to have a baby. Um, and they see like a brunette Barney in a cab. Yeah. As a cab driver. Yeah. And just to be sure, he's like, Marshall's like, oh, that's totally like Barney pranking us. So he calls the office and Barney's in the office um, stapling and destroying things. Um, and so they're like, okay, that that means we're ready to go. Um, they're toasting at McLaren's. Um, Lily doesn't want to tell the gang because she's imagining what would happen if they do. Like Barney shows up with popcorn. Yeah. And um, Robin's on the news yeah. <laughs> on the TV. Um, Ted um, comes in. Ted comes in with balloons and he with says it's, it's Uncle Teddy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, they also have a little moment of like ESP at McLaren's, Lily and Marshall. Um, and then they decide that um, they can convince... Um, there's a conversation about Barney looking better in blonde hair and then Ted's like oh I could pull off blonde hair and then yeah. they all decide through ESP that they're going to convince Ted to bleach his hair because if they all say that he wouldn't like it's going to it's in Ted's nature to like prove them wrong yeah, yeah. Um, if there's if everyone tells him he can't do it he's going to want to do it um, maybe he's stubborn like me yeah maybe he's a Taurus um Robin and Don are hot and heavy. Um, yeah. Not only do they have like this great um, banter together, and um, they're very in sync. They have another show called Monty and Moo Moo, and it's like a puppet show. Yeah, and it's a very popular puppet show. They talk about drugs. <laughs> yeah, but just it's not like a PSA like don't do drugs. It's like. Yeah, you should try drugs. Well, I, th I think it's supposed to be a PSA, and yeah. Robin is just like... Being huh? honest. Like, yeah. you could try it. Just I being mean. her libertarian self. Yeah. You know? Um, let's see. Um, Robin needs advice, and it looks like she's calling Ted to get advice, but she's sitting next to him in the salon while he's getting his tips bleached or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, you think I should bleach my hair? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you could totally pull it off. Um, <laughs> Friends and mothers, you don't know what I look like. So Robin needs um, needs Ted's advice because she got offered as a lead anchor, um, but she'd have to move to Chicago. So it's a big deal. Seems like a win-win to me. Seems like, a well, Chicago kind of sucks. No, Chicago's one of the world's great cities. Um, so we learned that actually Barney was faking working and he was actually the cab driver mm -hmm. and he was doing this like hoax to meet women from every country in front of the UN and then he realized that like women don't want to sleep with cab drivers which is mean well I it's mean if you're saying like that a woman if a woman met a man at a bar and she's like, what do you do for a living? He said, I drive a cab. And she's like, ooh. Yeah, that'd be mean. Yeah. But I don't think women want to sleep with the cab driver whose cab they're in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially, um, like, he's he's picking up, like, 
ambassadors and like right. you know right. diplomats and shit like that. Yes, yes. These are these are classy ladies. Yes. So um, Marshall, after he discovers that um, Barney was the guy in the cab, he's um, he wants to break the news to Lily, but he doesn't. And um, yeah, that was kind of shitty. Yeah, he like basically lies to her because he wants kids sooner yeah. than she does, and he realizes that like maybe she's not ready, mm-hmm. as ready as he is. Um, so Ted's blonde, and they all think it's the hilarious, most hilarious thing in the world. There's lots of jokes that we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, Barney is real upset about Chicago. Okay, so they're all in the bedroom. Um, they all. But for real this. For time. real this <laughs> yeah. time. Um, they're all in the in the bedroom. Um, Robin um, makes the announcement, um, and Ted's like, "Well, she hasn't decided yet." And Robin says, "No, I did make the decision. Um, I'm gonna go." Um, at McLaren's, they're sad that they're um, gonna lose Robin. And then there's another ESP um, scene where they like secretly do love. Um, Ted's hair and he is pulling it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Robin is on the phone at her apartment and she actually declines the job for love because she's thinking about she and Don's relationship yeah. and how far they've come and um, how much she loves him. Um, so, yeah. Lily doesn't want to rush into having a baby just yet. Uh, Marshall and Lily see a... Um, a street, a, a street juggler, and it's Barney yeah. with like a big red wig and like a vest, and he says his name is Christoph Doppelganger from Estonia. <laughs> no one's fooled by it. Um, uh, yeah, M- Lily and Marshall like are kissing on the street and decide to wait, and that's when they see the juggler. Right. Right. Um, uh, Don, and then they go straight for the juggler. They go straight for the juggler. <laughs> Good one. Um, Don gets the offer and then takes it. Yeah. yeah. And that's tough. Um, turns out Barney, like, secretly does want them to have kids. He can't wait to be an uncle. And he says babies can be cute. Um, and they said he's the, he's going to be the best uncle in the world. Um as Barney is playing Christoph Doppelganger, he meets another woman who is also a street performer. She's from the Bal- Balkans. Well, she's also Estonian. She's Estonian, he, yes. Which he is claiming yes. to be. Yes, and not only does he have to check off the Balkans from his list, but she's also like a knife swallower, and yeah. Barney like passes out. He's like so excited about... Yeah, the possibilities. The possibilities. But uh, I immediately, because... When this woman started talking, I was like, that's not a professional actor. Yeah. So I immediately looked her up. She is a professional sword swallower or a known sword swallower. Uh, her name, I don't know if this is her given name or probably a stage name, mm-hmm. is Brianna, Bene- Brianna Belladonna. Probably yeah. a stage name. But, yeah, uh, yeah she's uh, uh, an actual sword swallower. So I thought I assumed it was a trick, sw- trick sword. Uh, trick sword. Trick sword. Uh, <laughs> but I think she actually swallowed that... That long I think she dagger. Did too. Yeah. yeah. Good for um, her. Yeah. Good for Brianna Belladonna. Yeah. Um, uh, so Robin is just like destroyed um, after Don. 
basically says I'm going to Chicago next yeah. week and he's like you can't imagine this is like give I don't want to give up something I've always wanted and she's like she's crying and she's like yeah I, I can't imagine that because she yeah. did the same thing I wanted her to tell him that they offered it to her first but she's a bigger person she's a bigger person um and then she goes and talks to Ted and she tearfully asks if she can move back in and he says of course and Ted is like kind of trying to help her out and he says like you know just five years ago things were so different and we've all changed so much we're all we can all be we're all becoming our own doppelgangers right um and he's like, five years ago, you would have never chosen love over a job and, like, look at you. And Marshall and Lily weren't even, you know, married. And now they're ma- going to work on having a kid. You know, so they've all grown so much in five years. And this seems to help. Um, and then they're, like, about to start kissing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted's wearing a hat and he, like, moves the bill or he takes off the hat. To, like, kiss her, and then she just starts laughing at him because he's blonde. Yeah. So his dumb blonde hair, like, prevented them from making a mistake. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention the hat uh, that Ted is wearing. Um, it's a Hollywood Stars hat, which is the a long, defunct minor league baseball team. Okay. And I, I was like, I know there's a company called Ebbets Field that specializes in doing jerseys and hats of defunct baseball teams and so I looked it up and here's the hat you could buy it for $44 from Ebbets Field it was an Ebbets Field Hollywood Stars hat that he had okay um, and then finally we get a four months later and Lily sees um, Barney's which she thinks is Barney's doppelganger running a pretzel cart yeah and then yeah. Um, basically it's like she's ready to have a baby so she's actually ready four months later and I guess in reality, this guy looks nothing like Barney and yeah. everyone knows it, but they don't want to like burst her bubble. So they're like, yeah, it's uncanny. It looks just like me, yeah. but it's like looking in a mirror. Barney says, yeah, yeah, he looks nothing like him. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Um, this episode was very pro uh, street performers and street vendors, which I'm also pro. Yeah. yeah. You know, they yeah. enliven uh, a neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I also wanted to point out there are, there are multiple. I mean, this kind of falls under the standard like heteronormativity, gay panic of both shows. But there were mul- mul- Ted got mi- I can't talk. Ted got made fun of multiple times for getting a manicure. Yeah, I was going to bring that up in similarities. Um, right, but it also we've learned in a past episode that Barney gets weekly manicures. Yeah. Um, which is too much. I need to go That's once a week. Much. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it just seems like the show's already crossed that bridge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why can't Ted be like, you make it funny. Barney gets manicures every week. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I get manicures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think maybe when Barney, when this show was in its initial run and when Barney said that he got weekly manicures, that might have been the impetus for me to like, Maybe I should get manicures. It didn't take for a few years, but I remember thinking that. Yeah. Okay. That's all I had. Okay. Funniest moments? Um, <laughs> when everyone shows up um, in Marshall and Lily's bedroom. You, yeah. You um, got mine. And then she's like, she's like, ah, 
why are you here? Why are you here? And then she says, ah, why is Ellen DeGeneres here? <laughs> yeah, as each person comes in. Yeah. But it was Marshall, not Lily, who said, why, yeah. uh, Robin, why are you in our bedroom? Yeah. Or, or Barney, why are you in the bedroom? Why is Ellen DeGeneres in our bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, he doesn't change his tone of being, like, yeah. shocked. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. Jason Siegel's no uh, slouch. Yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, well, that was my only one, too. Should we move on to How I Met Your Mother, Make It Fashion? No, I have more. Oh, have oh, more. oh, oh. Yeah. Um, on that same line of uh, jokes, it's like making fun of Ted. Um, <laughs> Billy Idol, quick question Why, about White Wedding. Is it a good day for it? Um, also, Brigitte Nelson and Rocky, right? Or is he, it says, he says, Brigitte, what? Brigitte Nelson and Dolph Lundgren and, and Rocky Lundgren. Four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, when Lily and Marshall are imagining, like, everyone involved in their sex life, um, when the TV comes on and Robin says, this just in, is what Marshall's going to say to Lily. Um, That'd be pretty funny. Uh, Ted was talking about how he used to put, like, lemon juice in his hair, and he's um, played with some natural highlights. I thought that that was funny. Um when Marshall says, I can't in good conscience stick you, because she's like, stick me. Yeah. Um, when Christoph Doppelganger says, take American chill pill. <laughs> that was a good one. I should have written that down. Yeah. Um, that's it. Um, okay. How I meant your other, but make it fashion. What do you got? Okay. So... Robin had some, like, okay looks. Like, she had a polka dot dress that wasn't mm-hmm. offensive. She had a sleeveless blouse that was appropriate. There were no ruffles. Was that the one with the green check? Like, the check? Well, it was kind of black. No, I didn't like that oh, one. Oh, that's the only one I liked was the checkered yeah. one. No, this one was, like, very, like, toned down okay. and just kind of, like, it had, like, a maybe, like, a floral pattern. Um, but it was just, like, a blue sleeveless blouse. Yeah. Um, but then Lily made up for it with like a lavender um, layered yeah. bows yeah. and ribbons and strings. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. The only other thing I have, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna get you know, I'm gonna be lewd, and be a gross dude, right? Okay. But because normally I don't like to talk about this, like you know, with friends, like you're always the one to point out, you know. Nipples poking through shirts. I don't do that. But uh, when Marshall, like, decides not to tell Lily about Barney when they're in bed, Mm -hmm. uh, Lily looks great in her negligee, but specifically she looked, like, way bustier than I think of Alison Hannigan or Lily, the character, as having been. She might have. Well, I mean... She's already, she's been pregnant. She's that just could had be babies. It. That could be it, yeah. So if she's breastfeeding, you know. Maybe that's like, what it was, yeah. yeah. It was it was distracting in a good way to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, should we go under the umbrella? Yeah, what's under the umbrella? Um, okay. Um, oh, wait, wait. I, I'm supposed to go first on this. Okay. Uh, Barney mentions his blog, uh, which yes. he hasn't for a while, yeah. and I like that, um, uh, who, I can't remember, Marshall or someone like says it's like this thing from eight years that used to be cool eight years ago, yeah. like acknowledging the blogs is 
not a. Uh, and the joke is, I hear it's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> like so, Barney knew that it like was pretty rough. Yeah. At the start. <laughs> um, also, j- just the phrase "pulling this off" uh, in regards to Ted's hair is the same phrase that would use was used to Ted in the red cowboy boots. Okay, pulling oh, yeah. this off. Pulling, yeah. Uh, also, I love. We used to point out friends like when they'd be out on the street, you'd see the same like records, like fake record store. This is at least the second time uh, when when they confront uh, <laughs> Christoph Doppelganger. Yeah. Uh, they're in front of an African art sto- store yeah. called L'Art de Afrique, and this is at least yeah. the second time we've seen L'Art yeah. de Afrique right. on How I Met Your Mother. You're right. Um, when are they going to go back to the popover pantry? That's what I want to know. When when fake Barney is in the office, he's stapling a packet and then shreds it, and it's the um, uh, corporate guidelines on sexual harassment. Yeah, <laughs> very Barney. Um, also, cab drivers. It's kind of a ongoing oh yeah that's true theme. yeah um oh i forgot to mention in the friends episode um the elvis's viva las vegas plays oh yeah. and that's a topic we'll revisit okay okay just so you know all right had some good music in this friends oh, episode yeah. we between also the, had, oh, um, a legendary but from one of barney's doppelgangers yeah before like, uh, um, Marshall approaches the cab driver thinking it's not Barney and says, like, you don't know who I am, but you're a very important person in my life or whatever. And, yeah. and then Barney is, like, important, more like legendary. Yes. It's me, Marshall. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, good one, good one. Similarities? Um, okay, this was really funny. Okay. In, um, in Friends... When um, when Joey's like, hey, did you guys just come from a um, like a costume party? You're Pancho Villa and you're Bob Saget. Oh wow, yeah. Right. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. So that was fun, and then this kind of leads to like a commonality of like cultural insensitivity, like the Pancho Villa comment, and then like that looks like a small Asian pot-bellied man. I don't know. It's just like and I thought that you were gonna point. I thought that you were gonna point out that. Two of the doppelgangers are white. These white actors yes. pretending to be Latino, yes. which you can be white and Latino. I yes. don't want to say that yes. you can't. Uh, yeah. Um, also, we talked a little bit about like shame about dance, shame about manicures, yeah. shame about touching a statue. You yeah. know, just guys, let go of your insecurities. Yeah. Dance, get manicures, touch statues. Yes. Do these things. Also making huge life decisions based on a ridiculous that's what i had yeah yeah like looking the to the universe for signs yes, yeah yeah so yeah. um yeah obviously like barney's doppelganger and then the dice yeah. throw um yeah. the idea of uh, marriage you know in both eps um <laughs> uh this how i met your mother is about the idea of having babies and when Joey is talking about Thomas Lennon's hands, he says, take care of those babies. <laughs> uh, that's it. All right. Well, let's play favorites. Okay. It's an easy one. Three, two, one. Friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. Just hilarious, this episode. Just hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And a great finale. Yeah. A great yeah. season finale. Yeah. Uh, let's catch up on our correspondence. Ooh. We've got, we've just, just Jackson. All right. Um... But a few of them uh, from 
from our friend Jackson. And I just had, I did this. Yeah, I reminded you to have I know, I did this in like, now Twitter, which I'm still calling it Twitter. Are you going to pay for it when you're going (laughs) to? Absolutely not. Okay, got it. Jackson says, once on the Trader Joe's vamp, (laughs) the ASMR vamp, uh, now that he mentioned the haunted house cookie kit, it always stuck with me. Now there's one in my house. (gasps) And they sent a picture Yes. One. Yes. It's we a, we did it. We um, made one. Uh, COVID. COVID Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it yours Jackson looks pretty good. I'm yep. impressed. Well done, Jackson. I'm glad that um, that was inspiring. Um, Jackson also says that uh, Peter Bogdanovich wears a bandana, not an ascot. I don't know. Uh, because Peter Bogdanovich was in the. <laughs> <laughs> the the um, I can't remember the name of the How I Met Your Mother episode oh, when, when, when Ted was okay. at the party the and fancy, yeah yes. yeah okay. and I mentioned but Bogdanovich's ascot and Jackson says it's not an ascot okay okay uh, agree to disagree I guess <laughs> um, and then Jackson because we said we wanted people to send us in recordings of them singing Rihanna's Rude Boy yeah uh, do we have one no. Uh, they said, I tried to learn Rude Boy, but I was too drunk, and it's basically about penis shaming, so I stopped. Oh, okay. I'll try again when sober. <laughs> okay, okay. And that was six days ago, so apparently Jackson is on a real He's on a bender. real bender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, be careful there. Um, um, so that's Also it. question, this This is just a um, shout-out to Jackson. Did you eat the uh, haunted house? Oh, yeah. Or was it just for show? Because I remember we didn't eat it because it wasn't very tasty. Right, right. Um, Okay. Next segment. Oh, this is my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we looked at what was happening, where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So, as I mentioned last week, the one in Vegas aired as uh, an hour-long episode. So... I don't have anything new. It's exactly same as last week. So we will just move right on to May 24th, 2010, which is the day that Season 5, Episode 24 of How I Met Your Mother, Doppelgangers, aired. Um, on this day in history, a few things that happened that are of interest. Uh, well, I once again, I do this, and I get them ready, and then it doesn't... Uh, so protesters... Uh, and this is something that is an, uh, was ongoing. I don't know if it still is. There's a an environmental group in the UK called Plain Stupid, P L A N E, and their entire thing is that uh, aircraft used are bad for the environment and used too much. So occasionally they like have done things where they take over airports and link arms and people like okay. they try to stop flights from taking off. Okay. So uh, Plain Stupid protesters enter Manchester airport, air, airport and tie arms with an aircraft. All flights are temporarily sus- uh, suspended. Wow, good for them. Um, this, is a, uh, this is the day that uh, the TV series 24 was canceled. Oh. Um, but uh, it did come back in 2014 for a miniseries. Um, it also, you and I are big comedy people and like alt comedy people, you know, it always like surprises me to be reminded that like more people probably know Marilyn Ricegub from as the like, you know, compromised, like morally, uh, uh, dangerous tech person, you yeah. know, cause I looked at the, the, um, 
I have to pull it up for you. To, to, I know the listeners can't see it, but I have to pull it up. It's it's too uh, funny. The the poster art, the key art for twenty four. Um, uh, Live another day. Is that what it was called? That was that's what the mini series was called. And tell me, Marilyn Reiska looks like Lizbeth Salander in this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this like goofball that we've seen do like stand up comedy, yeah. weird like stand up comedy is yeah. like this yeah. That's it's really badass. Funny. Yeah. Um and then I forgot there was a twenty four without Kiefer. I forgot about that until just now. Twenty four legacy from twenty sixteen and seventeen with okay. Corey Hawkins. Okay. Um so those are two things that happen. The other thing that happened that is that is sad um, is that Paul Gray, the uh, original bass player uh, and co-founder of Slipknot, uh, was found dead in his hotel room uh, on this day. Uh, born in 1972, so quick math, uh, he was only 38. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Um, not just because I happen to be a Slipknot fan, but sad anyway, you know? Yeah. Uh, Top five songs in the U.S. though, um, no, probably no Slipknot songs, but top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Ah, this sucks. <laughs> I don't know any of these songs. At number five, Teo Cruz, Break Your Heart. At number four, Bob, Nothing On You. At number three, Bob, Airplanes. I've heard of that one. But only because, the only reason I know it is because there's a Tyler, the Creator song okay. where he talks about, like, uh... It has multiple slurs in it that, like, okay. crashed the plane that, that mm, mm, Bob was in. Anyway, uh, number two, Car- Katy Perry, California Girls. Can't remember how this one goes. Oh, it... I remember the video. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't really like Katy Perry. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Except, I mean, Firework, I think, is an amazing, one of the amazing, amazing yeah. top, top songs of the 21st century. Yeah, it's but great. she's also like yeah. a Rick Caruso stan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And number one, Usher, OMG. Okay. Okay. Hopefully we'll get some good music in here. Yeah. Uh, a rough time yeah. uh, here. But um, final segment is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we, where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows armed only with knowledge of the episode title but first we have to look at how we did mm-hmm. and um i said in a drunken fit of passion monica and chandler tie the knot i came pretty close pretty close uh you said you said the gang spy barney's lookalike mm-hmm. but you said and lily is in the family way by episode's end that didn't happen it, uh, it actually doesn't matter. If I, whether I give you the point or not, you won. I still won. So yeah. uh, for if you're uh, friends and mothers who might be new to the game, we, t- we, we tally up how many we each got right uh, over the course of a season. At the end, the loser has to give $500 to a charity of the winner's choosing. Um, so the score is... Either seven to four or eight to four, depending on whether you want to. Uh, I mean, sure, let's give you that one about the lookalike, even though I think yeah. that part was obvious, but it doesn't matter. Have, uh, we, have I already shouted out my friend's place? Uh, yeah, isn't that where I. It was the first one? I think so. Okay. Um, if that is the case, I, I discovered a local um, organization. Okay. Um, it's called Somos Familia Valle. 
and it's a local. We are Valley families. Uh, it's a local San Fernando Valley community organization led by trans queer people of color, dedicated to support, empower, train, and mobilize our families and allies for racial, gender, environmental, and economic justice. Okay. So it's um, queer college students. Yeah. Who run this organization, and they do events and parties and it seems like they do a lot of great work that sounds great in i our, will give them five hundred dollars in of our my community money. and it's the kind of agency that it's like it's small and grassroots so it can really it will really help good. your mission good 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 did you find it so yeah most, i already found it yeah. so most familiar valley right? and then yeah valley.org and they the organized website. the san fernando valley pride parade which i didn't even know was a thing yeah we should go to it and it's in panorama city that's where we are. That's where we live. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's... Oh, yeah. Now we have to predict... So that's the season, but that's we have to predict... This is so fun. We get to look forward to season six, a whole new season of both shows. I'm going to need you to vamp for a second, though. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, it's the fall edition, which is maybe the best one. Fall's the best season. I, I know that's like... a. I feel like that's like a basic Right, but I mean specifically take. for the Fearless Flyer. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I know how obvious a take that is, but yeah. Fall Rocks. It's it my does, favorite. Yeah. Pumpkin brioche twist. Apple cider donuts. Mini pumpkin ginger scones. Mushroom and truffle flatbread. Autumnal harvest Pasta sauce. Okay. Season one, season six, episode one of Friends is called The One After Vegas. Okay. What's going to happen? So it's the one after Vegas. Okay, my prediction is that um, Rachel and Ross get all the way back to New York before Monica and Chandler, and without having without remembering, they're married, and then Monica and Chandler tell them that they're married when they're back in New York. Okay. Okay. So uh, Ross and Rachel. Make no, no, make it all the way from Sin City to the Rotten Apple um, without knowing they're married. Okay, that, that's my prediction. They make it home before they realize they're married. Yeah. That's what the one after Vegas means. Without knowledge of nuptials. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on, that's too good. Yeah. Knowledge sans, of... Sans knowledge of nuptials. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Season 6, Episode 1 of How I Met Your Mother is called... Big days. Big days. Big days. Um, okay. So, how much time usually passes? 
between, am I allowed to ask that? Question? Yeah, I mean, I, I think generally shows at this time... Generally shows? Generally shows at this time, the episodes would take place around time, the same time that they aired. So we can assume, unless otherwise noted, that it's probably been three to five months. Okay. Okay. So, big days. Is Lily going to be pregnant? Okay. Lily's going to be pregnant. And the big days are them um, considering, like, the big days in the life of a child. So, like, you know, like milestones. Okay. So, Lily and Marshall attempt to envision the milestones of... Their progeny. Their progeny. Good one. I was going to say offspring. Yeah. Or sometimes I like to say issue, because that's how they refer to, like, royals. Like... Ugh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah, issue. <laughs> um, all right, well, that's it then. We that's did it. it. We did it. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, that's it. That's it all for a whole season. Uh, you can find the show wherever you found it. You're already good at that. Uh, well done. But you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. You can leave a comment there. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can also. Uh, you know, post at me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Davy Pretension, uh, and check out my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, yeah. uh, where I talk about movies. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, where can people uh find you, hound you, track you down uh on the internet? Mm, they can't. But if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, give us a review on the app of your choice. It helps other people find us. Yeah. Um, let us know if you believe in the um, lurker theory in casinos. Yeah. Um, have you ever made a big life decision based on an arbitrary yeah. symbol? Yeah. And don't forget hashtag nut fave. Hashtag nut fave. <laughs> What's your favorite nut? Hashtag yeah. nut fave. Yeah. And also, uh, do you think... Security is allowed to put their hands on someone when escorting them from a casino in Vegas. And what was the hashtag for the lurker? Hashtag lurk? I can't remember. Okay. It wasn't nutfave, I know that. Okay. Let's say it's for both. Okay. Is Does the lurker theory work? And what is your favorite nut? Both of them hashtag nutfave. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, until next time, you can find us at the Handshaped Mansion. Nice. Okay.